Yeah! Welcome, everybody. We're still here. It's been a while since we had an episode, <laughs> I think. You're right. But we've been busy, haven't we? We uh, we just had that stream last Saturday. What stream? I, well, you did that? Was that us? We played games for about 10 hours. Uh, it was a great time on Twitch. Of course. Which games? Oh, uh, man. We played a lot of games. We played, well... We played Fall Guys. We played list them all, two. please. We play. I'll, I'll try to list them all from memory. Just correct me if I'm wrong. In order. The, in order. All right. Backwards. Uh, backwards. I'm not even. Down. All right. The, Mix it up for me. So I spice it up. List the ones from we our went, first stream yeah, as well. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. So we do played. Uh, yeah, hopscotch. Alphabetical. So first off, we definitely played Fall Guys, and then we did. I, I, I never played Fall Guys. Let me just add that real quick. Oh wait, no, yeah, I already Wong? fucked it up. I already fucked it up. No, uh, we did Fall Guys. Uh, everybody except Greg. Then uh, Greg came in at the end of Fall Guys, and we did uh, Lakeview Cabin with Vito, who's not on this podcast today. After that, we did Binding of Isaac with John, and that. <laughs> That run really turned up. That was, that was amazing towards the end. I don't want to spoil it if you didn't see it. It was pretty wacky. There's some new items for me, too. I'm a changed person. You know, I, I'll i be honest. Greg and I didn't have a great, some, didn't have a great Splunky runs, but we had fun runs, you know? It ended we had a good... like every run we have had and with Andy killing me. With a victory. So go check it out. <laughs> can't, you can't just lie. Uh, that's not. <laughs> that's not cool. Uh, we. I think I missed World Tour, but we did World Tour somewhere in there too. Flask. Mm -hmm. uh, that game uh, was in, was was interesting. You can't oh, lie. Anything, is, he, is he saying World Tour? No, he's saying World Tour. Just, just for the folks at home. Like world Tour. World Tour. How about that? I need to enunciate. World Tour, World Tour. Because I'm a scooter, no, no, no. I think you if you around. do enunciate, it's just you never would think a game would be called World Tour. That's stupid. But there right. are games. What do you do on a scooter? World? Name Can World Tour. Basically, it's uh, World. It was it was shitty. It was shitty. Tony Hawk uh, on a scooter. Can I call someone out real quick? Oh sure. Go ahead, please. Uh, all right. So real quick, well, I came late to to the live stream, of course. I want to say, sure. when I showed up, I happened to see something that I didn't want to say. I believe it was John and Vito, and Vito was trying to kill John, if I remember correctly. Did that really... Is that on oh, Fall Guys? Yeah. Didn't he grab you oh, and try yeah. to like throw you into the abyss? No, uh, that wasn't Vito, though. That was Frogman. Frogman. Gotcha. And I was obviously not myself. I was uh, Captain... Captain Quantum or something. Starburst. I've completely lost. I've completely lost the plot, mate. What, what do we do after uh, all those games I just listed? We did, it takes two, but wasn't there something before then? Takes two. No. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Outside in. You just cut off. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's long. right. Yeah, yeah. Just scrap anyway. all this. Just watch the live stream, bro. Yeah, just watch the live. Just watch, watch the, the live. Twelve-hour live stream. Yeah, throw that in there. It'll be available, I assume, Flash, correct me if I'm wrong or cut this out, I guess. It'll be available in uh, chunks on YouTube. Yeah. You just look at our YouTube channel and select what game you want to see. It will be. Uh, you can also, of course, watch the 
whole 12-hour thing if you're insane and love us that much. You do, right? <laughs> I'll start things off with a round table. Uh, all right. Invincible. I don't want to, you know, I think we're going to have a whole discussion at the end of the season, but <clears throat> it's still cool to see hear mid-season takes. So I guess I'm not going to talk too much about the show, but uh, we're on episode six now. So I guess spoilers for up to episode six in Invincible. Spoilers for Invincible up to episode six until 1641. Uh, it's a good show overall. You should check it out. Um, Greg? Where do you where do you think the show's going to go in the last couple episodes? Just because you you haven't read the comics, you don't know. Uh, I know very little. Uh, so I think, um, basically that Nolan is going to get found out at the end. That he, uh, I don't think what are they called the Verlamites, Vegemites, Viltrumites, Viltrumites. Uh, I don't think they're like uh, protector dudes. I think they're like uh, a war race of people, and they just kind of rip everyone apart. And I feel like he was probably seated in there. Like they were, uh, instead of like, oh, go protect Earth, they're like, go conquer it. And uh, I, I want to say he's playing the long con and just he's going to snap. And because uh, that shit's going on with him and his wife. So he's going to snap kill his wife, and he's gonna go fucking nuts to start taking over the planet. And, uh, Mark's gonna have to, uh... I feel like Mark's gonna try to stop him and then get the ever-living shit kicked out of him. And they're gonna, he's gonna have to go underground with, uh, a bunch of other people to, uh, like, I guess, make a force to stop him. Okay. Something like a Suicide Squad, if you will. <laughs> Are you telling me we're some cool. kind of invincible Suicide Squad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I see. I also can see uh, something really funny. I'd like is if they uh, the blue the blue boys the blue man group. Oh, if the they uh, twins, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last thing I saw was them uh, opening up, or they ended up at the immortals' grave, right? I believe that was yeah. the last thing we saw. I'd like them to bring him back. And he just immediately comes back and rats uh, Nolan out. I think that'd be really funny. But I don't know. That's kind of what I... I basically see Nolan, uh, everything exploding in his face. And him being like, Well, guess I gotta kill you all now. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, dude. Uh, that, that Those are some solid predictions. I won't, I won't comment either way, but... Uh... I could definitely see that a lot of that happening. Uh, that show you know, would I, be invincible. I'm I'm liking the show a lot still, but I'm I got some big issues with the pacing and some little things here and there starting to stack up. I, I have know. a super big issue with the uh, the series, and I don't know if it's oh, in yeah. the comics. Uh, I brought it up before, um, but a big part is he has a suit and. He ended up hiding the suit, excuse oh, me, in a little Nolan. garbage bag. Yeah, Nolan. I'm sorry, yeah. Omni Man. Omni Man suit when he beat the shit and murdered the uh, the super the the bootleg Guardians Justice League. Of the globe. Yeah, the yeah. Guardian, the Guardian League. Uh, 
he just put it in a sh- like a garbage bag and hid it up on a shelf. Why did he do that? That's, he's, he's a fucking that, Superman. Just, I mean, there's there, there's no explanation smart. for it. That, that's just bad writing. I mean, that was not in the comics. God, because uh, I mean, and the, and the and the comics without without spoiling anything, Debbie is totally unaware of what Omni Man did for a long time. Uh I just it was De- weird. De- Debbie, 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 Debbie is like uh, she, she's not really much of a character early on, so I, I can see why they're making her more characterized. But uh, I, I don't. I, I don't really it was like just it was just weird to me because he goes into all this after he screams at this nurse, he's like, uh, "Give me my suit back. It's classified. Don't touch it." And then he just puts it in a little garbage bag and hides it up top. Why wouldn't you? I said it just. Launch that shit in the sun, and you ain't gotta worry about it again. No, no one's going near the sun. Maybe he thought people were watching him. What are they gonna be? Hey, would you throw in the sun? Oh, just some garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, nah, I don't think that would really work. They'd be, they'd be pretty suspicious. Would you throw in the sun? Well, are they gonna ever oh, verify? Oh, it? Yeah. How are, yeah. How are they gonna be like? Oh, okay. They might well, not verify it, but that would just be like, okay, now we're gonna be extremely. Then suspicious. just for a few months. Yeah, when you're done, when you have the trash, just throw the trash in the sun. Well, Easy. you gotta, you gotta remember. Well, he is doing it for a few months. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, you gotta remember that uh, Omni Man uh, was was in. Well, he pretended to be injured in that fight enough to be, you know, in the hospital, like in Cecil's hospital. So you'd figure Cecil would have done all like all the blood scanning and shit that Art did right then and there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole the whole thing is a little silly. It says, because he has it, super strength and he has super brains. Maybe he's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> that, um, that that comes from, without spoiling anything. Invincible's an idiot. Just, uh, they're, they're really stretching out the initial Omni-Man art. Whereas in the comics, I think it was a span of, like, five or six issues. And this is an entire season. You know what I mean? But, uh... Yeah, it's interesting yeah, that they're, they're pacing it out like they are. I thought this last episode was the weakest, for sure. Uh, for sure, I, I agree with that. I mean, I like the uh, the villain, like the villain uh, of the campus, uh, Ezra Miller. Uh, is that what it is? The robots are fine. I thought that's probably, I like you little gross little creep scientist. <laughs> yeah, Sinclair. Yeah, I mean, of course. That was but the problem is that, and the villain was like one fifth of the episode or one. Yeah, it was uh, 90% of it was like fucking Amber crying and not getting over it. I'll I'll, I'll never get over like Rick Rick being gone for like a fucking hour before he gets turned into a robot. (laughs) A re-animan. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. He's a mad official. And and, and in the comics, it's a thing where he goes kidnapped and nobody knows what happens to him and over the course of like months. You know what I mean? And eventually, uh, Mark just kind of stumbles on him uh, through another lead, I think. That's not... So how different is the the series compared to the comic? Is it, like, night and day different? Not night and day. It's yeah. it's very much altered. Not, not quite night and day, but... It's, it's more like, um... There's a lot of differences. There's there's a lot of stuff they're focusing on that you're kind of like questioning as a comic reader why they're focusing so much time on certain things or uh, or elongating certain aspects, and you're kind of wondering, okay, what are they going for here? You know, 
I mean, it, I, I'm it, assuming... Yeah, it's, it's hard. Oh, sorry, go ahead, John. I was saying, I'm assuming it's just going to be like The Walking Dead, where, I mean, the comic and the TV show, they did touch on the same major beats, but the things in between were so, you know, wildly yeah. different. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do the same thing here. It makes you wonder if they're so just far, trying to go for a really say long running like series, a, you know? Is that their plan? Yeah. I guess I don't popular know. than you. Sorry, go on, Andy. Uh, I was going to say, it, um, I, I would say so far at least, it's more faithful to the story than The Walking Dead. Was. I would say so as well. Um, but um, it is not quite night and day, but they are pretty different. You get to think, like, a lot of story arcs are compressed into a single episode. Like, this last episode was uh, a, a long arc and a longer arc in the comics, several issues, I think. Um, while other arcs, like, you know, the Mark Amber character arc is, is really stretched out. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, uh, it feels weird. Is the, uh, is the demon detective from hell, is he in the comics more? Or does he immediately get, uh, deleted in the comics He's in well? the comics less. He never gets deleted. He's even less though in the comics, yeah. right? From, right? Yeah. He didn't, he yeah. didn't get that cool scene where they, they like uh, where they uh, <laughs> techno <laughs> assassinate him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't I don't think this is a spoiler because we know that Cecil knows about Omni Man, but uh, in the comics, I think Cecil figures out pretty much immediately, and then uh, you know Dark Blood's not. I think Dark Blood is just a gag character they sometimes use. Like the, I think they get the gag is always something like. Dark Blood figures out the solution to the last Stark while the planet is being destroyed around. He them. is eternally behind the curve on everything. Yeah, that's he's kind of a gag character. Yeah. That's why it was kind of confusing, like why they were had so many scenes. I was like, is, are they really just putting him in here so much because it's Clancy Brown? You know, they got him in the booth. Might as well use yeah. him. Yeah, you know, but 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 at the same time, I, I kind of like that. Use him for like know. another character. I don't mind them making more of I a did. character than that character might have been, you know. It's just like, what are we doing? Yeah, but I just felt like ultimately he also went nowhere, though. Yeah. Although it does yeah. seem like there's still a little bit of a, a thread with him going on uh, with that I, thing I, he left in the closet. Yeah. Sure. I don't know if he has some sort of, you know, connection to the, the Earth realm somehow still, but yeah, over if, if that was just the end of it, I think it'd be kind of lame. It'd be for a little bit, but ultimately for nothing. Yeah, what's Satan got to say about that? <laughs> Satan sent him there to be like, hey, you need to solve cases to, to get your soul back. And they were like, go back to hell. What's Satan going to do now? He's going to be like, all right, uh, go back. I would definitely say I wish there was some more robot love, too. Robot needs more screen time. Yeah, he's got Dude, a little bit. Dude, I but... dig robot. Robot's fucking cool. I wish people would stop jobbing on him, and I also wish he would stop trying to bang Monster Girl, but whatever, bro. She's 22, dude. She's 24, John. Even she's she's like the him. same age. Well, he's a robot. How That's my issue. Mean? He's a fucking robot. I don't even know. Are you robot people mixes. Dude, I hate... What was, that? what was the thing in uh, Deus Ex, John? <laughs> what did they call him? Clanks? Clanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like All those right, fucking let's, clanks, uh, man. Let's find a way to move on from Invincible. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on it again, but uh, yeah, a pretty decent show. Um, I'm I enjoy it. it. I'm excited. Yeah, I've, I've been yeah. trying to stay out of the conversation a little bit because I, I said this to you guys, but like, I don't want to 
bring the discussion down with like, oh, nitpicking this and that. I just want to, you know, we'll we'll see it through the end, and I'm I'm still you know still getting something from it, and so. then you'll rip it apart. No, I just <laughs> you know it's an adaptation of a comic I love. I guess I really really like Invincible, so it's like it's you know. What am I going to say about it? <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to have to like, you know, pick it apart. Be that guy. Yeah. Is the comic finished? Oh, this is the yeah. last thing I'll say. I'm asking about. Yeah, yeah. Right. a couple years yeah. back. I, I was Not only Invincible. We also watched a couple movies. We watched A Fistful of Dollars and For a Few Dollars More. Those are. Uh, yeah, there's some good movies. I forget which ones of those I've I, seen. I, I liked Fistful of Dollars, and I and I really really liked For a Few Dollars More. I thought that movie was great. Yeah, I liked yeah. the second one a lot more. But the uh, I mean, they're both good, but I liked a few dollars more. More fun to watch some old westerns sometimes. Yeah, I mean, we we got to keep going. You know, we got to finish the. Yeah, we're watching The Good, The Bad, The Ugly next week. I'm excited. I think that's yeah, it should be good. Yeah, the only uh, one I may have ever seen, actually. Now that I think about it, I may have never seen the dollars, the two dollars movies. I think I would say they're both worth watching. I've never been a big Western uh, guy, but I, sh- I should probably watch those at some point. Yeah. With 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 the first one, I'm like, oh, so that's so this is probably where they got that idea for that quest, and Red Dead Two. Like it, oh, the whole thing just feels like. Red Dead Two shenanigans. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. Is I don't know if that's uh, fair to say. Not tons of stuff, but like, there's you know, there's been a lot of uh, homage sure, to sure. those movies over the years for certain. I like the sound effects in the second one. Yeah, dude, the sound effects were amazing. I love the dramatic deaths. I love that the the duel at the end. Man, that was so good. The sound. That was a good. One. I like good sound. Just try, Colonel. Just try. Yeah, right. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. To watch <laughs> the I don't know. I don't have too much to say about it. They're, they're just badass movies. I don't know. Yeah, dude, I, I feel the same way. It's like, I, I brought them up. I feel like I should have more to say, but like, I'm not going to pick them apart. They're just they're just badass movies. You should check them out. I, I think uh, even if you're a guy that's like, I've never seen a Western movie before, I want to see uh, what it's all about. I feel like those movies are like what define like the Western genre, you know what I mean? Yep. They revived it and redefined yeah, for it sure. for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, this one I know John's got on me as well. Uh, I completed the sec- my second run of Disco Elysium with the final cut. Just added a few new quests and... Uh, Voice acting and whatnot. I first run I was doing intelligence, motorix. This run I did uh, psyche and strength. Had a, had a blast. It was a great game. Still, of course, I don't really have a whole lot more to say about it. But Vito, when you listen to this, I'm talking to you, me and you, we're just not friends anymore until you play that game. You hear that? We can be look. We'll be business partners on this podcast. The friends no longer, right? Ingo, Dude, I went, I went deaf in my airplane ride. I can't hear the voice God, acting. I and I can't read anymore. I mean, it, it feels good to play an RPG like that. It feels good to play a game where I feel like I'm going to laugh a lot and I'm going to feel things. It feels good to play a game that, that does make me feel things. 
And that makes me want to talk about it with other people because of how great it is. That's uh, that's about all. I've I I've been avoiding say. the conversation you guys are having because it's just like walls of spoilers that I don't want to. I don't want to like taint myself again before sure, my next playthrough. Sure. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> John, you got any words you want to share on D- Dixo? Dixo. Mm, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I did my second playthrough as well, and it was, I mean, it was completely different from my first playthrough. Um, I kind of picked, uh, skills that were at odds with each other to, to maximize. First time I did intellect, this time I did psyche. And you, you sure. really do get a lot of different, um, or a much different look at the, the world and the people. Yeah, dude. Playing with en- this build. En- empathy was great. I loved having high empathy. I loved having empathy. high shivers, too. On the physical side, shivers. Yeah, shivers. Uh, physical was like my secondary this time, and it was it was good. Oh uh, yeah, so you had like the same build as me. That's right. Yeah, empathy was great. Um, authority. Uh, was, I didn't. I had like zero authority on my first playthrough. So it was cool. Uh, spirit, spirit to core, inland. I mean, all used... inland empire volition. And all the, yeah, dude. the psyche ones are actually, I think, great. I only used um, a little bit of half light, but it made me really excited to play another round as an asshole one day. <laughs> that's the yeah. one where you intim- intimidate people yeah for sure um i did i did do one of the, the new quests they're they're very small that it really it really wasn't i mean it was it was new um it was that was cool. one yeah go ahead i did the i think i, I did the ultra liberal one uh, i believe okay yeah i did the communist one uh I mean, yeah, definitely. There was. I didn't. It wasn't a new area, but it was a new thing popped up in an old area. Um, it was cool. Uh, I'll probably give it some time, but I I do want to do a third run eventually. You know, it's funny. I was talking to Kyle about this last night about whether or not they they're gonna do like a sequel or something. You know, because they're not really a video game company. You know, they were just happened to tell their story this way, like in a video yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, and obviously you were successful, and that's a huge incentive. But uh, I, I don't know if they're just like a one-and-done type people. or if I mean, I, I, I did a little uh, bit of reading, you know, too. And there were, there were gonna, some. They said they have ideas. Um, but, you know, that's just ideas. I read an interview a while back where they said something along the lines of they, they had ideas for a sequel. Like, one that was really cool. This came from the interviewer, or from the guy who was being interviewed. Oh, the pregnant lady? Yeah, I was going to say, the pregnant lady and, like, uh, you, you have an internal dialogue that's kind of, like, responding to, like, your baby's needs as well. Um, yeah, that did... That stuff did like that. Cool. I mean, the, the, I I hope they do keep making games. I think you have a good point, though. But, you know, this guy said that uh, he was in this big depression after he his book failed. And through this game, he made new success. So maybe he just sees game making as his new medium for telling his stories i don't know yeah i mean they've got a huge i mean you know they, they've made like a whole world a whole know, studio got, and yeah. shit yeah well i, I was I mean, just it, saying as far as lore wise you know we've only oh, seen yeah. uh yeah. such a small area of the you know and we've heard so much of the other areas sure there you is can so go much to stuff a, a, to work with but absolutely you could have a different game just totally different area of the world like in a different isola or something like that and it would totally make sense you know what i mean yeah, but I can't imagine how, I don't know, just, just so much writing in that game. <laughs> so much. I I, don't, I wonder what actually, I'm, I'm sure you could really easily look this up, but I wonder what, like, the uh, 
the word count or however they do it, lines of dialogue count is at least two hundred. Uh, it's like well over a million, <laughs> I think. Probably like three hundred. I don't know. I don't know about that, John. At least two hundred. But that's Dixo Elysium. <laughs> Great game. Vito, please play it. I want to be your friend again. Oh, Vito can't see. Vito he's, can't he's hear. Vito needs to taste the uh, Disco Elysium true cut. He can't read. Uh, and finally, I streamed this as well, Arx Vitalis. I uh, am near the end of the game. I've got a few more spells. Uh, this game, if you didn't watch the stream, it was Arcane's first game or very close to the first yeah, game. Yeah, when we were discussing um, it, I had not remembered that this was also Arcane. So when I compared it to uh, uh, Dark, Dark Messiah, Messiah Might and Magic, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize I was comparing the very next game from the same studio. Yes, and uh, Arx Fatalis 2 uh, was pitched to the producer. Or, or, sorry. sorry. Um, that D- Dark Messiah of Mind Magic was originally pitched to the producer as Arx Fatalis right. 2, is what I meant to say. Uh, so you, spot on. You spotting the DNA is very <laughs> on point. Um, the game's got a really cool magic system where you like draw runes, like physically with your mouse, you like draw runes, like a Z is a move spell, um, that kind of thing. And, uh, you can combine runes to make spells. That being said, it also runs into some of like, you know, there's one thing to play an old game. You expect a certain amount of jank. And there's another thing like you, you do run into a bit of, okay, actually this is just not good game design. Mm-hmm. Uh, for as many spells as I have, and I have like twenty spells, like a ridiculous number, I use like three or four utility spells and two combat spells. Um, the combat spells especially are egregious. Like fireball is just the best spell in the game. It's not even close. Like I can kill any enemy that's thrown at me, except like bosses with like one or two fireballs. Is it like your magic missile, um, or is it uh, AOE? No, it, it is like my magic missile. I was going to say my other spell that I use is magic missile. And I just oh, use that against the small. There's actually a magic missile. Okay. I don't want to use that. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a uh, the fireball is like a red, big red projectile. Yeah. All right. It's a fun game, but man, like you can't play it without a walkthrough. And like, if it weren't for the stream, I, I, I might not have gotten into it. Um, it's kind of like an impulse pick for me, mm-hmm. but. It's fun. Um, se- seriously, though, check a walkthrough if you play, because you can ruin your game. Yeesh. For example, there are these five things that you need to get to the final boss. All right. You can pick, and you can pick up three of them pretty early on in the game. The game is like several hours. It was like twenty hours long. You don't find out that you need them until the very end of the game. The game has objects that just persist, so if you just dump them somewhere, fuck, buddy, you gotta go find out where you put them 15 hours ago. <laughs> Fortunately, I didn't do that. I, I, I looked that up. And the fourth Brock, there's a, there is a protective field protecting this bunker that you can get to pretty early on. The protective field's meant to stop you from going there, but the game gives you dispel scrolls. You can find a dispel spell, and you can go into it, right? You hit dispel, it actually works. If you do that before the very end of the game, you soft lock your game forever. 
Because uh, an important character who carries the fourth stone won't spawn. <laughs> Why would they do problem. it like that? It is ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. They told you not to go over there. And you didn't so, listen. It's a really cool and unique old RPG. And if you're looking for like an immersive uh, underground setting with like a lot of like verticality and interconnectivity... Um, and a lot of like some RPG tropes like potion making and like selling shit and all that. Uh, it's a fun game, but uh, you play it with Arx Libertatis, the latest and greatest in the widescreen update mod, and uh, have a walkthrough handy. Don't forget to look up things to the answers. Or don't forget to look up the answers to the puzzles because some of them are really stupid. And. Uh, if a walkthrough tells you don't go somewhere, then don't go somewhere. Yeah. So the walkthrough that you're reading tells you not to do that. Is there any indication in the world of the game or in the lore or anything that you shouldn't do those the only, soft-locking things? The only indication, I suppose, is that there are tough enemies on the other side. Okay. But I was a badass mage, dude. Like, I was able to fucking ice him. <laughs> like, I, w I fucking killed him. Uh... I, I, I did it, and then I looked up, because I remember, like, I thought I read somewhere I'm not supposed to go. supposed to go. I was like, wait, I just went there. Why don't, shouldn't I go there? And then I found somewhere that told me that if you go there, then later on an animation won't trigger that gives you the fourth rock you need to complete. <laughs> an game. animation will trigger. Yeah, because, like, you know, you can walk that fine line of, like, okay, are there things in the game that they definitely warn you about or away from that uh, are progress blockers, but you would have to be intentionally ignoring them or intentionally ignoring the lore so to speak to uh to get your progress blocked but that does not seem right. like one of those things it's it's a fine line to walk you know whether that's a fun right. for the player or not and in that case it doesn't seem anywhere near intended as i often do i looked quite a bit into the game and I did find that there was a lot of content that was rushed and cut, uh, and including uh, an entirely evil playthrough where you finish the game in a totally different way. So I could totally see it that being something like, "We well, just fucked yourself. Now you got to play evil." Yeah. Like that was their intention, you know, to try to force you down a different right. path. But yeah. um, I, I may be giving it more credit than it's worth. But that's Arx Fatalis. It was fun going back and seeing Arcane's first game. Uh, I'm gonna finish it and maybe uh skip Dark Messiah and move on to something else. Play Prey. 2017. I've already had. Dude, dude 100%. Again. Actually, play the, what is it, 2006 one? Play that Prey. <laughs> that is a good game, too. Uh, that is not a good game. <laughs> I fucking hated that game, dude. Greg. Greg, speaking of you, it's your roundtable. What have you been doing the last uh, few weeks? Well, first I'm going to call Vito out. Because I want to talk about a game called Lake Hugh Cabin 2. But I'm going to hold off right. until next week because Vito is not here. And he's the person I'm playing it with. So thanks, Vito. And now, uh, I really don't remember what I've been doing these last few weeks since we last did this. Uh, it's all a blur. Yeah, it's really all a blur. Um, but one thing I watched, uh, I watched Bad Trip, the Eric Andre movie on uh, Netflix. Uh, I know. Has anyone else here watched it? I have not. I know. Of course, I have. Yeah. That movie, man. You could please, if you feel different, uh, say say. Excuse me. Say so. I love that movie. That was so funny to me. I that I don't think I didn't crack up at any of those bits. 
They it's were definitely all, one of those movies that I felt bad for laughing at, but I was laughing at most of the movie. Like it was, it was pretty good. I, I liked and enjoyed most of the bits. They were all very I, good bits. I liked it a lot more than Borat too. Is it like the same brand of humor as the Eric Andre show, or is it uh, more skit-based? It, it's uh no it it is the same brand of humor it, well so it, it's kind of like the Borat movies like there's a basic story thread like Eric is trying to it's accomplish a story something. It's, yeah, it's like a story told throughout like these bits basically sure. yeah like you go throughout and, a, throughout a series of skits I suppose like oh hey this is the episode or this is this the first part of the movie is like where he figures out what his goal is and then he has a the he meets his friend scene, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And like each one of those usually has like a very public bit associated with it. Okay. With like reactions and the typical I thing. Get you. There's very good uh very good scenes. My, my uh one of my favorite Eric Andre bits is uh whenever he acts like he has a kind of like a concussion or he hit his head and he's always like dazed and confused and wandering around. I love those bits he does when he does them, and he does that a few times in uh, the movie. And they're pretty dang funny. Overall, I recommend it. Definitely watch it. You guys should watch it. I have to check it out. Because, like, Eric Andre's show was, for me, hit or miss. But when it was a hit, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm enjoying this. Like, this very, very uh, just bizarre sense of... not. I don't know. It's, not even, it's like anti-humor. <laughs> It's like intentionally meant to be off-putting. That's that's what makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. I, the more uncomfortable people are, the funnier it is. In See, my that's opinion. the thing. I, mean, I, I don't I like love, people. I being love Nathan for you. You know what I mean? I, I I like Nathan for you. I don't. I it hurts me, but I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get you. So yeah, it's hard yeah, for me, but like <laughs> I, I want to like the stuff like that in that genre, <laughs> the discomfort genre. Uh, but it it hurts. Yeah, it's a bad trip. Um, that's all I really remember watching. Uh, game right. wise, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Their new patch came out. I'm playing some of that. Uh, yes. I think I've done oh, pretty yeah. much everything in that that I needed to do. Uh, that's cool. Speedy. Yeah. How long does the um, on average like does it take you to get? All, through all the new content of a new patch. So I'm going to say something, and someone's not going to be happy that I said it, but I skipped oh. a lot of the content because oh. someone was an <gasps> asshole. Someone was an asshole and kept rushing me through it to get me to what? Up to normal content. Uh, taste of your own medicine, huh? So I was going to say someone, someone Greg the Greg. <laughs> well, yes. But so I had no idea what was going until <laughs> yes. like uh, until like this expansion when I've been like, dude, shut up and slow down. I need to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So I've been doing that with this expansion. Uh, Who and, was this person? First, last, date of birth. Uh I think uh, you know what? I'm gonna skip that. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, but, uh, plus, censor what he just said, so it sounds like he stalks them. All right. I want to say it took, like, <laughs> maybe uh, three days to finish all the content I needed to do. Like, uh, do the main quest, do the side uh, side things, 
The uh, I haven't done any of the raids extreme though yet, so that's something I still gotta do. Okay, so I mean, fairly quick still though. Yeah, and I have to say it, but you guys may not know this: Final Fantasy XIV is free up to the second expansion, up to level sixty. Right. Right. So, you know, just just gotta say that every so often. But wasn't it something like where you couldn't play with friends or something dumb or stupid like that? I don't know about that. I I felt like there was a gotcha, like or or a gimmick. I I I totally could be getting um this mixed up with tour, but one of those like was free, but you couldn't sprint or something dumb (laughs) like that. That's insane. Uh, I don't think that applies to Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, I don't think any of that applies to fourteen, or I probably would have heard about that. But uh, I don't know. I don't want to do sprint. I know World of Warcraft, you can't, like, talk to people. Right? What the fuck? Yeah, you, like can, do, you uh, can do a play up to level 20, and which I guess, like, now is pretty cool. But you could not do, you could not talk to anybody. I don't think you could trade with people. You're just this weird Flask, nobody. Flask, what was that uh, corporate sci-fi MMO that you and I played for a bit? Oh, uh... Start with an F, right? Yeah, yeah. Free something? No. God. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. There was this eclectic MMO. I can't remember why we played it, but like it was a weird. Anyway, Flask and I had some good times. Yeah, you'd play as like <laughs> either what, like officers of the law, or like the criminals, or unaffiliate. I don't know. I don't even know what the point of that game really was. We just were like role playing. You're talking about All Point Bulletin? No. no. APB? No. Uh, I'll find it during the break if if we can't think of it before then. But yeah, we had some good. (laughs) We got into role playing, like troll role playing as cops, basically. Oh. There's this one bridge that was at a choke point in front of like where the cops hung out. It was like a more of a walkway than a bridge, but like. Flask would like piss people off so much you get sent to jail just by he wouldn't even say anything like a psychopath. Flask would just sit there cross legged until like people were like autistic yelling at him and like arrested him. Yeah, I was just like a peaceful protester protesting nothing. I would get on the <laughs> ramp uh, just a little bit and the ramp was off limits. But I would sit on the ramp just like just enough to get them really pissed off. <laughs> You're off the ramp, damn <laughs> You're turning the Sorry, role play into a troll play, dude. I don't know how I got on that. Um, I was going to say, funny. you mentioning Tor, um, is the older public. The thing in that game that I recall is that you can get speeders as a free player, but you can't get good speeders, so you can't move like as fast as <laughs> paid players. You can, you can move faster than walking or running, whatever. You can't move fast you you just move like sort of faster <laughs> it's like just enough to make you wish that you were faster because getting around is it takes up a lot hard. of the time wow that uh i man i really don't know the downsides of final fantasy that's hilarious that's funny um well what the fuck else have i done jesus uh oh! I've been playing a lot of uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla again. Oh right. Because I was talking to someone I don't know who, and 
just made me really want to play it again. Or, you know, go back to it. I'm not, they fixed pretty much all the bugs I had, which is awesome. So I've been oh, having a lot of fun awesome. playing that. Did you drop off of that game because of bugs or just because you lost interest? Or <laughs> uh, So a few games came out, which uh, oh, didn't okay. help. But uh, I stopped playing it because there was uh, an event going on. And a bug in the event was I was constantly drunk and I could not play the game not drunk. So my screen was constantly like blurry and shaky. And it uh it drove me nuts, so I just stopped playing. I was like, oh, I'll come back. Ah. Too drunk to and play. I come back? Yeah. And they added a bunch of shit. Like they added river raiding where I can just go and attack places, get resources. Pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm I'm a game behind the Assassin's Creed. Are you on Odyssey? I I've yet to play Odyssey, so I'm, I'm like I'm always uh, like one or two games behind in that series. Ah, uh, and then when well, I Odyssey is definitely a, a good one. I like. Yeah, I'm wondering what the next game will be. To put a cap on it, uh, that game Flask was Face of Mankind. Yes, and uh, as of September third, two thousand fifteen, it has been shut down. What the, the f- what in the fuck? Thing. They shut down know, Face of I Mankind. Know. I was going back. I know. I know. Set in a futuristic, well, it's gonna be a real world somber day. Designed to emphasize ro- designed to emphasize roleplay and community using a faction system and player driven politics. There sure were a hell of a lot of, a lot of player driven politics. <laughs> I remember that for sure. I definitely remember going on to forums and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, uh, Greg. What else you got? Um, that's actually it, man. I don't have anything else. All Nothing right. that I remember. What's Greg? Greg's, Greg's tapped out. Greg's dead. Greg's not dead. He just always John? looks like that. John, tired, should, man. should we should we move on to you, or should we go and in, go into a break? What do you think? So this is still uh... like forty minutes. He could he could probably yeah, go. Yeah, we can go. We can go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what have you been up to the last couple weeks, John? Uh, wouldn't you like to know, huh? Yes. I can see I can hear in your Not voice really. you're just you're wondering so hard right now. Uh, I yeah, yes, that that was the question. That, well, that I, I played Disco Elysium, as you may have heard. <laughs> oh, I didn't even uh, watch nope. some western movies. Which ones? <laughs> That's not <laughs> all I watched. All right. Little little show, I wouldn't even call it little. I'd call it a big show. Big show on Disney Plus. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Both. Both of them. They're both in it. They're both. Uh, I'd say they're co-starring. I can tell um, the tone of your voice. It's it's different from the last time you spoke of this show. Yeah. Well, you know, I gotta fill in twenty minutes too. I think know? his estimation has been slowly increasing. Uh, so this is this was the I actually I didn't know this this was it's only six episodes long, um, they are longer oh. episodes than Wanda and Vision. They're all like like at least forty five or fifty minutes. Um, so wait, tomorrow, is tomorrow is I believe the last episode, oh. episode six. I didn't know that. I guess that's why uh, they listed it as a mini series on like IMDb. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not that, a full that would production. make sense. Um, but like I said, yeah, they're all fifty minute episodes. Uh, and yeah, tomorrow's last one. The the penultimate episode, which was last week, it was it was pretty good. There was some 
good fight scenes, you know, that you, I mean, good enough that you'd see in, a, you know, something on the movies. Um, I mean, I'm sure, you know, it's Disney, so I'm sure they don't give a fuck. They're, you know, the the, the quality of these, uh, you know, it's not like they're, there's any lacking. You know, it looks just like you're watching a movie. Now, like the, the Falcons, like, oh, no, I, I got my uh, backpack downgraded for a little <laughs> bit. You know, it all it all looks good. So, it's, you know, it's all. No, I can just point. glide. Yeah, <laughs> I, can I can't fly. You only glide for a little bit. Uh, you know, the plot's coming together. They're moving things forward. Uh, it doesn't seem like this change. You know, this it's in, like as much as Wanda and Vision uh, seem like it had bigger implications for the the MCU going forward. This one definitely seems like a smaller scale kind of thing, um, which isn't bad. It's it's still a cool story. Uh, I think every episode has gotten better than the last. Like I said, I I really didn't like the first one, and they've they've just gotten better since then. That's good. I'm um, I'm excited to see this last one. I don't know what the next Marvel thing is. I think it's like Loki or something. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm almost sure it is. Uh, that or Black Widow. If they ever stop delaying that, I don't know if they delayed. I it think again. they delayed it again. I'm pretty sure they did. You know, they're supposed to come out in, like, November, I think. Jeez. Or maybe at the latest, like, January. Yeesh. Um, yeah, Winter Soldier, Falcon, check it out. One more episode left. All right, cool. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, what episode are you on? <laughs> I think I'm two episodes behind. Okay. Right now. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, you'll be in a treat. Nice little movie-length uh, little feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but video game news, you know, we haven't been doing too much, we've been streaming and stuff, you know, I got the, the Binding Advisor, let me tell you, the Binding Advisor of Repentance, we'll get on that a little bit, I, I knew, I talked about the expansion, you know, I, I said I didn't know, I, I rattled some numbers off, you know, I said some stuff from, like, their little list, but, uh, now that I've been playing it, man, that expansion is so much bigger than I originally had thought, um, that's awesome. I guess That's we're going to get some, some spoiler territory. Spoilers for Binding of Isaac Repentance until 52.16. So I, I recently, uh, last night, I found out that there is, they call them the uh, tainted, you know, like tainted Isaac, tainted uh, Cain or whatever. But there is a second version of every single character, and they all play like, um, kind of like a weird, exaggerated version of that character. So oh, that's the, rad. The easiest instance is the other one they have unlocked right now is Isaac. But normally, when you play Isaac and you know, you unlock all his stuff, he has the the item, the D6. And you know, when you right. go into an item room, you can re-roll it, and either you get a better item or you were stupid and should have picked up the other one. Um, but now with Tainted Isaac, you have you only have the ability to hold eight items total, and when you go into an item room it will flash between two separate items. Like, it'll be, like, one item, and, like, two seconds later, it'll go to another item, and it'll go back to the first one. So you have to pick between those two items. And then, um, like I said, you can only hold eight. So once you, eat, like, reach that eight-item threshold, you can kind of scroll through them, and you can drop one and, like, pick up other ones. So you're, like, super curating your run you also can mm-hmm. hold less items. It's just like a like a weirder version of kind of the, the having the D six. Um, yeah, and and there's there's like something like that for every single character, and it, you know not all of them are you know they hold eight items. They're all kind of like weird plays on like the character's strength or whatever. Uh, 
And yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I've only unlocked one of those so far. And like all of those characters have their own um, like checklist they have to do. Like, oh, you have to beat this boss, this boss, this boss. And, you know, they all have their own unlocks to go with that. So there's just, uh, there's a shit ton more to unlock than I, I thought there was going to be. Is this just... You wouldn't call this like busy work, just to, unlocking for the sake of unlocking. It's like it's actually fun to to tackle. I this. would say it's fun only because yeah, the characters are so different from the like original play style. Yeah, um, okay. that they they yeah, it's, it it does make it like like fun. Do and the items are cool. insane. Like they're like kind of like overpowered, silly. I, I was gonna say, do you find that that different play style to be easier as a very experienced? Binding of Isaac player, such as you are, such I you, think such? that you. I did play the Tainted <laughs> Isaac once or twice, and I did lose. But yeah, I, I think that like if you like knew the items and you know there are definitely, and they made it a little bit harder in Repentance, but it's still tons and tons and tons of ways to break the game. Uh, being able to like curate eight items and like swap them out and stuff like that, yeah, you could at least with that character. You more control. Could, yeah, I could see that being pretty. Pretty crazy, or like people just like playing that one instead of normal Isaac now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that for all the other characters, but okay. I mean, and, and just that alone, I mean, I, I I've stumbled upon a like final boss that again, this is spoiler stuff. Give you a second, spoilers. Uh, I got to the final boss that it like changed the game completely. Instead of like running around on like a little map, it changed like the alternate like uh like a real bullet hell, like the alternate Cuphead levels where you're flying. And that's that's like what the final boss is like a bullet hell where you gotta dodge all this shit in the air while you're fighting uh, <laughs> a few of them. And I actually died there, so I didn't get to see the end of that. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, it's way more, there's more, more floors, more enemies, more stuff than I. They even threw a cutscene in that's there. Right. They never done that. They are cutscene. They got a cutscene. A dang cutscene. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a. I mean, if you were, you know. If you like buying Vizek and you're like, man, I wonder if Repentance is worth it or is there to cash in? I mean, it, it really is. I, I think this is closer to like a, a, a buying of Isaac 2 as we're going to get. Because, I mean, I don't see what else they could add at this point. I mean, there's, I mean, with the tainted people, and I, I, I would count them as like different characters. They play it so differently. That brings it up to like 34. I mean, there's almost like a thousand items. It's all right to stop, you know? <laughs> I smell it, yeah. Uh, but I mean, th- that's great though. I mean, you bought that game like originally, in, like 2012 or something like that, and it's still getting huge content now. Probably even before that. Well, I mean, maybe Rebirth, but uh, like even the the original. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like it 2010, out. maybe. Yeah. But yeah, great game. I honestly, I could see myself with this Repentance. I could definitely like to unlock all the stuff because some of it's hard as fuck too. Not like a, oh, a cakewalk, even for me. I could see putting in like another thousand hours. That's ridiculous. Uh, I can't even. A imagine. lot of that's just gonna be me failing. <laughs> they, they also have like little uh, challenge modes they add, and those are like super like curated runs. And some of them are like they're just like really fun and easy. Like one of them is called like Poop Man or something, where you don't shoot tears, but um, any poop you break turns into like a little poop man, and he'll like fight for you. And you have like <laughs> items that make the the poop, and you can break them. And you're, it's really, it's pretty much a fun walkthrough and you look silly. But other ones are just insanely hard, like, oh, you you don't have tears this run. Um, or you do have tears, but if you miss a shot, you take damage. So you just have to, like, slowly, 
and methodically like shoot people, but obviously that goes against the game. Uh, that one was really tough. But you know, it's just stuff like that, and they've added more of those, and they're I, I don't know how I'm gonna beat some of those. Try explaining poop man mode to your nana. Yeah, she don't get it. Oh, Actually, grandma get might get it. I don't know. She or she would at least just smile like, all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, so that's Binding of Isaac, Repentance. Pick it up. You know, even if you don't have Binding of Isaac, pick it up. You won't be able to play it, but <laughs> you know, just look at it. something. Yeah, yeah, Feel cool. It in your hands. Um, and then lastly, finishing it up. Uh, I don't know if I actually touched on this last time. I think I might have. I've been playing quite a bit of a uh, RPG, half kind of text-based, mostly kind of half not, called Hobo Tough Life. Hobo Tough Life. Uh, And, you know, I'll I'll be honest, you know, we we can talk about this. I was a little morally conflicted at first. I felt a little bad about playing a game that you just play like a homeless person and it's just kind of played up for like a laugh because being homeless sucks but damn dude first of all this game I've never been homeless but this game sure makes it seem fucking terrible and scares me into never wanting to do it Hmm. because you die all the time people treat you like shit I died dude and they just stepped right over me they didn't even care I've been mugged and nobody does anything uh you know, you you smell too bad. Nobody wants to fucking talk to you. It's a rough life out there. But <laughs> it's a co-op game, so you got boys. Or you can't. If you have friends, you can get boys. Uh, I, I really... I, I mean, I'm sure there's ways you could cheese the game. I don't see how you can survive on your own. I really don't. Um, luckily, I got a crew. Uh, and, they, and the cool thing about the game is, like, even though we're a crew, we really... We're just kind of in the city. But at night, you kind of meet up in your homeless place and exchange uh you know ideas and hopes and and items and in the morning you set out on your day Uh this just sounds like a sadder version of the beginning of like a dragon yeah yeah pretty much except you never escape that camp ever well uh and i'm making the game sound really whimsical and fun but it is I, i wouldn't even say it's for most people it's very brutal you get in the game and it tells you nothing it tells you nothing of the systems and tell you where to go, and then tell you like what your overall objective is. It just throws you in this world, and I mean, I think the first day uh, there was like three of us. We spent maybe eight hours on a server, and we had absolutely nothing to show for it except for like a, a little bit of like knowledge to like it, when we restart in a server, we won't have as bad of a start. And that I mean, that's literally what it took. Like we had to restart completely. And even then, it was still rocky. And I think maybe on the third, you know, restart, we all knew what to do right in the beginning and stuff, and knew how like the 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 hygiene and the morals and the the the, the coldness works. But uh, it's it's definitely the opposite of a game that will hold your hand. Now, John, I know, I'm sure there's a wiki out there. We actually, I didn't even look for that. Jesus, I mean, <laughs> I have about fifty minutes in the game. I I played that one time I, with you. I feel bad, you know. That's why. I was. I, I'm really. I think the game is so overwhelming. I you know I'm not like the greatest teacher. I don't. I I wouldn't even know like how to tell Greg what to do. So I literally I was like, Greg, just walk around for a while. I'll come That's back literally to you. yeah. And, and I don't so think like, I ever came back. No, for he him. literally. So <laughs> my adventure started. I'm like, all right, cool, I'm in. He's like, 
hey, uh, this is hard for me to do. Uh, just go take a look and we'll, we'll meet up. I'm like, all right, cool. I immediately woke up. No one wants to talk to me. So I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'm just, I guess I'm not supposed to talk to people. Maybe I'm just supposed to root through the garbage like a fucking disgusting bum. So I start doing that. Uh, and then I realize I start smelling. And I'm like, all right, I got to figure out like how to do something. So I start walking and a man runs up to me and punches me in the back of the head and knocks me unconscious. And people are just walking past me, so I'm really hurt. Uh, You're so unconscious. I start, no, I get up, and another man comes up to me, and he tries to mug me, I think. He's, he, but he's like, you have nothing. Get out of here. And he just leaves. So he basically insults me and leaves after I'm pretty sure he knocked me unconscious. <laughs> and uh, so I start looting through more garbage, and I get arrested. Because it's apparently a public... Uh, place or yeah, whatever them you can't can't yeah do. so they throw me in jail and uh they let me out and then i die on the street right in front of the police station and i was like all right i think i'm good for now god it's rough though you get a routine of that like all right so my you know and this differs for each of us there's three of us right now that are playing the server my routine is to crack at dawn i wake up i go down to the charity i ask the nun if she needs a dog walk because that's going to give me some cash and I got the dog with me, and then I just go on, you know, whatever quest I have for the day. You know, usually I'm, I'm a man of God, you know. I started uh, at the church, and eventually I gained the, the, the trust of the Father. And he sends me on missions to, you know, go do stuff for him. This one time, somebody, uh, was a thief, one of the homeless folks, he trusted him. He sent me to settle it down. I, I could have talked to him, but I took my dirty toilet seat i beat the shit out of that man oh no in the name of god and then i got back and i got a blessing for it so you know it was your the right thing john your your satan levels are off the roof now oh yeah dude they were impressed with me uh so yeah that's hobo tough life hey john uh not for the faint of heart and not for the solo adventurer it's giving me no. a guy like you know obviously i love watching you guys play games but there's something about that game i, I think it's I'm getting a little bit of that, like, man, it's it's just so interesting and, in, like, how they depict homelessness vibe, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's hard to stop watching. Yeah. Even though you do feel kind of bad. I, I'm getting a little bit oh, of culture shock because David Cage and Quantic Dream taught me that homeless people are noble and that they have magic power sometimes. And who am I to believe? Uh, well, I'll so, say he's half right. They do act. have magic power what? sometimes, it seems, but they certainly are not noble. They're just people who are down and out it's, that no one will give a more chance. Like, it's more like the magic power to, like, put your hand in a dumpster and, and not hit the stinky stuff uh -huh. on the way down. Yeah, put your hand in a dumpster and pull out a couch. You know, it's that, it's that, you know, it's that kind of magic, you know? Oh, okay, that's pretty magical. Yeah, so that's what we got going on there. David Cage stuff. Uh, so I um, got John. I think that wraps it up. All right, that was some good stuff. Yeah, uh, Hobo Tough Life. You got it for like ten bucks or something along those lines. So yeah, I got it. Maybe it, it just came maybe out. Maybe wait it for your sale. Access, uh, and it it just came out in 1.0 like last week, week and a half ago. Um, yeah, twenty five bucks is a steep price to pay for it. I'm I'm not sure I'd ask that, but yeah, it was on sale before reason to believe it will be again 
It is a I'll tough okay. life. Yeah, pick it up if you're ready for a tough life. Hey, friends, we're about an hour in. Let's go ahead and head on into a break before we come back for Flask's Roundtable and the news. Okay. Yeah, all right. Eh, all right. Why don't you check out the recent Broken Campfire stream? Ten hours long, and uh, one friendship crumbles within the very first hour. You guys what also were fuck, fighting you know? Ninja. What the fuck? I'll fuck you up, dude. Come here. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Our truce is over, Manebula Man. <laughs> Frogman, I knew you'd show your colors. Come here. <laughs> no, no, Nebula Man. <laughs> Did you guys? Oh no! Oh, you no. killed him, John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In self-defense. Yeah, okay. Oh, of course, of course. I have frog blood on my hands. He tried to. Well, in in me. frog court, there is no self-defense. It's it's froggy frog. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, he he challenged me in combat, and I defeated him according to frog laws. I mean, it's all fair. All right, I think we finished everybody's roundtable. There's no need to do anything else, so we can just go ahead and move straight into the flask. Uh, I got you. You saw, you saw that. <laughs> you did thought get I me. I thought you. That I didn't. You, um, uh, well, frankly, uh, I thought our friendship was over. Oh, uh, well, and it was. <laughs> no, he salvaged it by uh, joke. Oh, it it was just a joke, John. Just a joke. What have you done the last few weeks, yeah. Flask? Just a joke. Yeah. Um, well, last night I had a dream where I was in the backseat of a car with George R. R. Mountain Martin. And I was interviewing him about uh, his work, but I didn't want to come off too strong on the whole wins front. So I tried to be like tactful. So I brought up his the time he wrote into uh, Fantastic Four in the early days of that comic and uh, praised them effusively, but also criticized what he perceived to be a plot hole. And Stan Lee was just like, yeah, thanks for <laughs> pointing that out, bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real dream that I actually had last night, and I don't know why. It's not like I've been thinking That's about George R. R. Martin lately or anything. I really haven't. Weird. Anyway, um, so I uh, I forget if I mentioned this before, but I I forget if I had finished it by the last time, last regular episode. But uh, Supernatural, I had finished season one of that, and um, I watched uh, Grinbeard's videos that he's been doing, the analysis videos that he's been doing of season one episodes. Um, and watching them has given me sort of like an existential crisis of sorts because he, oh, yeah? he points out that the second episode of the entire series is sort of a perfect episode of Supernatural and like arguably the, the peak of the show in episode two of the entire 15 seasons. It's the one with the, uh, they're in the forest. I won't reveal what the creature is, but wait. Wait, so is he basically just saying the show just keeps getting worse from here? <laughs> he, I mean, he makes light of it. He makes a joke of it. But so he's sort of saying that it is the perfect representation of what the show is. And he jokes about, like, I'm not saying that the show peaks here, but, you know, in episode two. Because um, he loves the show. And, like, it's not the best episode, even of the first season. But somehow it's, like, the perfect episode. If you know what I mean, it's weird. Yeah, I smell you, yeah. Uh, and it's kind of freaking me out because I think he, I think he's right about the second episode. 
Uh, so do you feel like you need to watch 14 more seasons? I'm going to watch at least the next four. Jesus. Um, but I'm why, t- why four? Because five is when is the last good one, apparently, according to people. Oh, I smell you. Yeah. Okay, I guess you. Um, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I just... I. This is meaningless. It doesn't mean anything, but it's, I just think it's funny that he points that out, and I'm like, yeah, I think I agree with him. The episode two of the entire series might be <laughs> its peak in terms of, like, its structure. I don't know if you remember that at all, John, but uh, I think I just think that's funny. Uh, uh, I mean, I do, I do remember that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. If, I mean, yeah, the, the joke, yeah, it's kind of funny. I don't yeah. know if I totally agree with it. I, I, I mean, I will say, yeah, I mean, it is a show that definitely... It's a peak and goes downhill. <laughs> uh, I I don't even remember. I I want to say I got to probably season eight or nine. But it was also one of those shows I just kind of add on in the background and would let play episodes and I would catch them. Um, and especially a lot more so in the later seasons. Yes. It's got so. I mean, well, it's a it's a fucking TV show. They had to keep it going. So right, and it's they're that gonna kind write of ways TV show. To, yeah, yeah. They're gonna write ways to make it keep going, and it's gonna be like, well, all right. It's one of those shows. Where, yeah, I don't, I don't want. I don't want to get anything, anything allude to spoilers or anything. So I won't. I won't say anything. No. I just thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that's happened since our last regular episode, uh, the final chapter of Attack on Titan was released. Oh yeah, oh, the God. entire manga, <laughs> and it's. Uh, <laughs> Is generally being regarded as a big old whoopsie. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I've heard a little bit about this just from how much people hated the ending. Uh, okay, yeah. You know, it's it's funny. I maybe it was a couple pods ago, one two pods ago. I think my exact words were, "I think that Attack on Titan will go down as a modern classic in anime if they can just stick the landing." <laughs> but. It seems pretty good up until this point, so how are they going to mess that up? I Almost, like, word for word, I remember saying that. Yeah. it's And, they, and it literally exploded in your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so bad, I, I wasn't even told... I mean, I kind of... With a lot of mangas, I uh, I just loose, loosely kept up on the spoiler. Like, I'll... You know, whenever the... I don't know what the right word for it, like, the spoiler sheets come out, or, like, the, the early drafts. Yeah, the... Like, uh, I'll look at those for a couple, like, Dragon Ball Super and Attack on Titan was one and My Hero. Uh, but this one, I, I... You know, I was looking at that stuff, and it started there. Yeah. People were like, this has to be... Ooh, this is a fake. <laughs> they put this out, so... You know, people are gonna think it's bad, and dude, people like were already on the copium, like making like theories like that. That these are fake leaks. There's no way this is the ending, and that's when I became invested. I and think, had to, and then I yeah, read that, all the way through. exactly. <laughs> I think people were more. Uh, I think people found the actual chapter to be better in context than the leaks presented the content as. You know what I mean? I think people were able to appreciate it. What what aspects there were to appreciate, I think they were able to appreciate more in the official release than well, in the, the leaks that were released beforehand. I don't know how many spoilers you want to give, but yeah. I wasn't going to go But it'd be pretty it. hard not to. I, well, I, uh, yeah, I won't. But all right, some of the, some of the early, because there's like translations, it was something so silly. It was like laughable. It was not even really spoiler. It was like Aaron Dove cry. Yes. That was like the thing. Yeah. Was like, what the fuck are they talking about? 
What? Aaron is Dove crying. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was like the because tra- it was like a weird like translation, like you know, to English, and people were like, "What are they talking about?" Yeah. And sure enough, that's great. Aaron to Dove crying. <laughs> he indeed Dove cry. I I mean, uh, honestly though, it's it's, yeah. it's just another last minute ending that seems to undo a lot of the goodwill that have been built up over the course of what is otherwise a real, well-written story, you know? I I don't think it's as bad that... as some fans do, but it's still not good. Not not, not great to me. I mean, I don't know anything about the anime industry or the manga industry. Do you think that there was uh, interference or something from, I don't know, editors or whatever? Because originally, and as far as I understand, he had the last panel like already drawn. Yes. We had to had some idea where it was going to go. He, he released uh, what he called the last panel uh, a long time ago, and then yeah. that. I mean, like spoilers, I guess it's not actually that. That wasn't the last panel. That was in the last chapter, yeah. but it was not the last panel. Right, right. It's, uh, yeah, I don't. No, I don't there, is that. I don't there is some evidence. There is some evidence that the final stuff was probably changed from Isayama's original vision. Uh, there, I I've read some stuff that lends itself towards that. But stuff he's I even said about his things, own, yeah. uh, the way he changed his mind, uh, just on his own. So who knows, you know, who knows, added on top of that editor stuff. It, it seems a bit suspect from what what appears to be a pretty confident plotter. It's a little suspect when the ending kind of completely fails to stick the landing yeah. and seems changed based on previous information we had. Um, yeah. Well, the the new the new copium is they'll change it in the anime. Yeah, don't, I don't, don't know about worry. That. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> don't worry, they'll fix it, boys. <laughs> I mean, it's disappointing because I'd still sing the praises of much of the rest of the manga. I'd still say, well, it's yeah, worth they reading. don't change all the cooler stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more of an anime fan. They don't change even if they do follow this to the word. In the the ending, just still sucks in the anime. It doesn't change all the cool stuff they have before. Just, yeah. Sorry, sucks ending. Yeah, a lot of headcanon is better than what we got, unfortunately, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's. There were some a lot of they. There were some pretty darn funny memes. There I'll were. Tell you that. I was I was enjoying just residing on Titan Folk for a couple of days, looking at. Yeah. <laughs> looking at the, the aftermath. It was good. Though, Shingeki no Kaiojin is over. I uh, I when are they gonna do the Baruto? When are they gonna do like a? <laughs> That's just like shitting its pants every single chapter, isn't it? Isn't that yeah. terrible? Well, actually, I have no idea. I I, uh, I, I watched one episode of Baruto in the anime, and I think it might have been like I don't know, part of a movie or something, because the animation was like amazing. I was like mm-hmm. totally, I was like told to watch it for the animation, and it was cool. But I know nothing about it, and I'm against it because it's it. The whole idea is stupid. I agree. We're gonna say something good. Fucking spoilers for Boruto until one twelve forty. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, um, and I think they brought dry back. So I'm, oh, I, I don't know. I'm about not that. even totally I, sure about that. That could be. Yeah. I could be even wrong. But I'm pretty sure they did. So why even? I don't oh, know a offensive. lot. I mean, I do know. Is it cool if I spoil something? I guess. I don't care. I will literally. Uh, know yeah. Uh, I, I mean. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, the Nine Tails uh, died in Naruto. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Naruto is still alive. So I mean, so they, you needed, know. they needed to de the de- uh, they needed to debuff Naruto. Got it. 
Yeah, I guess. So I, I, but I'm pretty sure that's where all his power came from. So I mean, he's just kind of like, oh, who gives a fuck now? No, but Uchiha right? uh, uh, Uzumaki's naturally have greater mana, uh, great <laughs> mana, greater uh, chakra pools. All right, but he lost. He literally lost Jinjuriki. Are you telling me he's gonna be Gara? Don't fucking uh, think so, bro. I don't bro. know, dude. Yeah, but Uzumaki's what about his paw, dude? Minito could beat Gara's pools. ass, dude. And Minito had no Jinjuriki. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you're, I don't want to talk expect- about Naruto. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, well, all right. We don't want to talk about it. But I know there is a lot of stuff that people do not like. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I'm just I'm very surprised. So the game that, that I said, want to talk I'm, about. No, sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I, yeah. I was just gonna say that said, I'm excited for Attack on Titan that last chapter to be animated. <laughs> to see I think a that, new wave. Sure. Yeah, that'll be funny in a minute. It's coming in again, the tsunami. What a man you are. <laughs> there were two. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, okay. So, there's only one other thing I want to talk about, but it's going to be a, a few minutes. Because um, I played oh. and I finished 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Um, okay, cool. And... Took me like forty hours. What is that? I talked about it on the previous podcast. Um, yeah, it is a part visual novel esque thing, part like RTS tactics right, game. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Um, cool. with a very complex storyline. I look. I'd love to be able to join everyone else, seemingly in, in praising the game as some kind of masterpiece, but. Because I, you know, I love me some good sci-fi stories. I, I, I don't know exactly what has people so enamored. I, I, I'll say firstly that a lot of people are enamored with this game. So I guess don't let me poison any perception against it. You know, and I and I do think the game is acceptable. I do think I I like it a whole lot better in retrospect than I did than I ever did while playing it. Uh, but here's here's my take as to why that is. I felt during it sort of like I was being pranked. <laughs> um, it's one of those stories that's like really complex enough as it is, but they intentionally obfuscate its relating to the player by mixing events into like a huge mess Solely so that they can manufacture a lot of those reveals, like you know, whoa, that's crazy. How does how does that connect or make sense to that or whatever? It it's like every single chapter, whatever you want to call it, every single scenario is like another one of those. Like how does oh how does this make any sense? Well, I'm, like my brain, it's it's over and over again. They're trying to induce that mind blown reaction. You know what I mean? Um. Do they do it? They try, and I'm sure there's a lot of players out there who experience that. But I felt that it was sort of artificial, manufactured, I should say. Um, yeah, I, I smell you. Um, I I don't know what a good I don't know a good way to put it, but like I feel like there's a there's a lot of people who are enamored by long, complicated stories and can conflate that with good. Yes, you know what I mean exactly. 
But I, I tend not to care for stories where being out of order, like a lot, is a crutch to support the mysteries. Like it, it just often seems kind of cheap to me. And that's not to say it can't sure. work, but I, I find it hard to connect to the plot when it's just sort of throwing out random info, it, like in whatever order it decides. It's it's not it's not going by storytelling standards. It's just like because I, I should mention it's literally up to you what order you want to play the characters in. There is no suggestion in that regard. So it's just like it blocks you off at certain you points. Think there is a optimal way to do. I have it, no or? idea. I have no idea. I, I went by the way that I felt, and it ended up kind of sucking as an experience. I don't know if there's a better one, if there's a better path I could have taken, but there's no indication. It blocks you off at certain points to let you like catch up on other areas before you unlock the stuff you were doing. Uh, but other than that, there's no there's no guiding. Um, and you know that that might seem unfair to the to the people who've played it who would argue that like it's not as egregious as I'm making it out to be or that you that you know you choosing the order information is revealed in to some degree is like a good thing i'm just saying it felt egregious to me like it felt completely uh a, a mess <laughs> um and even you know aside from the amount of revelations that i'm talking about that are just borderline nonsense even with context um, yeah, you know, it's it's a story that theoretically I should enjoy. It, I mean, it's a very ambitious sci-fi story. Hits, it, it hits the notes. Yeah, it has a lot of cool ideas, actually. But th- the way it's told is the problem. Uh, I eventually got sort of Stockholm syndromed into sort of accepting the game with with that telling mechanic, and uh, you know, I eventually spent enough time with it. it I just went along with whatever it said. <laughs> But it was not a smooth transition to that person. Um, I, I was equating it to like it's a jigsaw puzzle, um, and most most normal mystery games, you're you're getting the pieces fit together, and it all comes together neatly and gives you a clearer and clearer picture until finally you got the whole thing sitting pretty. Whereas Thirteen Sentinels is like if someone just took scissors to all the puzzle pieces. So there's twice as many and you can't just put them together and you have to sort of tentatively cobble them together without like fitting anything in place until the end. And it takes forever. And then you got to glue them. (laughs) The picture is like coming together, but it looks like a fucking mess. That was my experience. (laughs) And it's just unnecessarily annoying. Uh, Damn. That, that may seem overly harsh, but that's, that was the analogy I thought of. Um, I also I I don't like how a number of the things resolved. I think there's a few cop outs and like logical inconsistencies. Um, I I believe I pretty much understand the entire game, and even in reviewing the the there's a big event log that you can review, which is pretty cool. I like that feature. Um, I came across parts that seemed like stretches of logic, uh, stretches of logic and storytelling to some extent. It's like I don't know. You have to make a lot of allowances, I would say, um, because it's so complex. It's like it's super complex. Um, but with that being said, the battle part of the game is pretty fun. The the RTS uh, overhead uh, tactical thing. Um, 
many people have noted that it's it's nothing special, but it is enjoyable, and I would I would agree with that. It's enjoyable. You're basically controlling mech units with different abilities on a battle map, in like an RTS thing, tactical thing, uh, and you're playing like point defense. So there's waves of enemies coming at you, and it's actually a good time. I would say, um, but definitely not the point of the game. <laughs> the point is the story. Uh, ultimately, weirdly enough, I recommend the game because while I didn't have uh, a, a great time during it, pretty much everyone else seems to have. Uh, <laughs> and people love, you know, the crazy sci-fi bullshit. So this game has that in spades. Um, I love it too. I just wish it was presented better. But everyone else seems to not have a problem with that. So I think I'm the minority here. I think I'm a dissenting opinion in a, in a sea of people who can get over it. it does, ultimately, I'm getting from all this that it's not worth my time. I say, well, you know, I, those were a lot of words and there were a lot of good ones. <laughs> what about the thumb test? The thumb test? The thumb test. You got two thumbs up, you got one thumb sideways, one thumb oh, up. Oh, I was like, what the hell sideways. are you talking about? Thumb test. Yeah, two thumbs, and you can put them at all degrees of angle. What would your thumbs be? I told you that I, I told you what I think of the damn thumbs, oh John. Oh my god, the thumb test is the most accurate thing <laughs> man, you could man. ever do. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'll, I'll give a thumb test for him just based off this impression. The last impression is the only major impression I've heard of this game. All right. One thumb concretely down, one thumb cocked 45s up. That's fair. I was feeling That's that. That's fair. That's, and that, and that makes sense to me. As I said, my impression of the game overall, in retrospect, is probably better than at any point during the playing of it. You know what I mean? Now, if we wanted to it's get, strange. I do understand that. Now, if we want to get into advanced uh, thumb theory... Your dominant oh, hand okay, does sure. count a little oh, bit God. more than your <laughs> non-dominant hand, so it does kind of matter which oh, thumb is going okay. in which direction. We're not going to worry right, about that so, right now, though. So I'm thinking non-dominant down, dominant sideways. Uh, okay, yeah. That's fair. Okay. And So I think you guys should not take my word as gospel. Definitely look at other opinions, because there's, <laughs> there's a lot of opinions out there that are positive. I'm telling you. All I was seeing before I played this game was just praise, praise, praise. And I can understand why, but it's just the experience I had was different. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Flask, for crossing that game off my list forever. <laughs> I, I guess you're welcome. Into it anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, is that all you got, Flask? Yeah, that's me. I will never right. play that game. Everybody, Jeez. news, 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 news. 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 Uh, news jingle. Snooze. We need a new, we, we, Damn, sound. Uh, E3 2021, I guess, is going to be a thing digitally, I believe. Um, yes. Yeah, digital only E3 is going to include Nintendo and now Xbox. Uh, so far, nothing from Sony. I guess it's not a surprise. I think it's been a few years since Sony's went. Mm. Um, Square Enix, I think, just implied think- that they were part of it, too. Sure. Uh, yeah, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Tencent, 505, Activision, Blizzard. Uh, I guess... Uh... Oh, sorry. Uh, that list of people I just said are people who are missing from this event. I, I think uh, some of those have since confirmed. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, the list of people here that are confirmed are Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take Two, Warner Brothers, uh, and Cock Media. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see how this intersects with Kiwi's Summer Games Fest, which I think he also said is a thing. So I wonder if Kiwi's just going to scoop up a bunch of indies and show off their stuff, which would be a cool show for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my boy Jeff. I'm excited for the summer. I, I always enjoy yeah. that kind of stuff. Jeff doesn't do us wrong. Jeff is the summer game gaming man. is fun. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun uh, stuff for us to do. I, I'm feeling like we should do a, a game stream when they do the inevitable game demo season. Oh, hmm. there's That'd an idea. Fun. Ooh. Uh, after much protest. The PlayStation 3 and PS Vita stores will continue operations. Oh, thank God. Yes. Yes. Thank <laughs> you, think Jesus. About, we definitely talked about the other side of the story, maybe the last episode or the episode before, but it's come yeah. up before, but um, that's nice to see, I guess. Fuck yes. Uh, I was so angry. I think uh, there was a cynical t- tweet I saw where somebody posted that coincidentally also uh, a high-profile tweet Highlighted how you can uh, jailbreak and uh, download all those things. All oh, right, uh, for free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's all you know. It's, it's all the matter of uh, game preservation. You know, the the fact that they're still available to purchase is not like the deal to me. It's that they're still right. available as games, like they still exist. You know what I mean? It's uh, right. That's all that's important. Because games have no reason to, to die me. and go away. Yeah, right? It seems crazy to me that Sony doesn't just... Dedicate, and I don't have to be like a big warehouse. Just like a like a medium-sized room to just like an archive. Like, if it's on our system, we'll just keep a copy of it. Mm-hmm. Like, what? wouldn't even be that... It's not expensive. It's not, it wouldn't even be hard to do. I don't understand why, why companies don't do that. I mean, it's like... They're going to get a copy sent to them anyway or somewhere to like, you know, to... Do the ratings process. Just keep it. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, what the fuck? Well, it's like when deal with D and D when your character dies, you're supposed to burn your uh, your chart oh, when the game. Oh, don't home, work you, with that company you anymore. Smash the data. <laughs> yeah. You just fucking crumble in your hand. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's. Well, no, never mind. I would say I'm, I'm sure there's some weird legal stuff, but it's not. It's just a fucking. It's just a game. You could, they could buy it. Store. I don't know. Seems weird that there would. And I, I'm, I'm sure this does happen, or I'm sure it has happened. It seems weird that a game could ever just like go from existing to not exist in this day and age. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's the issue. He's still alive, I guess. For no. now. Speaking what's happening game, with the PSP? By uh, the way, sorry. What 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 do they say was uh, happening with PSP? Uh, it's like they're not gonna. What, why they, even do I it? I think the PSP. I think the PSP is closing down. Yeah, I think they're still. <laughs> I think they're still sending yeah, sales. No, no PSP. I don't think it gives a shit about PSPs anymore. The PSP, I, I think PSP I, like the same I, thing, I, but smaller. Or? Well, I was gonna say, I think more. Recent. I think the catch there is that everything right. on the PSP is probably available on the PS Vita at this point. Mm, that's probably. True. I think there's still people are still making games for the Vita. Oh yeah. Well, they should probably stop. <laughs> How much is it? He PSP says quietly. Let me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let, let me do a quick Google. Do what you All like. right, guys, guys, fun, fun podcast game. Uh, guess how much I can get a Sony PlayStation Vita on Amazon. A Vita, well, 15 like bucks. 150. 
Oh, uh, no, dude, I'm going to say like 40 bucks. I would say <laughs> 200 something. What the fuck? You guys are- when did the PS3 right. come out? Like 200 years ago, dude. Years ago. I'll say 40 right, well, bucks. I'll tell you. I- I'll tell you the price uh, is right rules. Wow, that that is a fucking ripoff. Uh, the PlayStation official price and for now, and this one's not fair. I'll get to the real uh, one in a minute, but this is the Vita 3G Wi-Fi model, crystal black, limited edition, five hundred eighty-seven dollars. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Yeah, well, all right. Now, no, I definitely did not buy one. my PS Vita for that much. The Sony PlayStation Vita Wi-Fi, which I think is like the base model, is 280 from PlayStation. Okay, so I was closest. And yeah, I win. Would not. Who would? <laughs> but nobody right, wins bah, 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 because they're overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, what do you even do with it? You could probably get it for like 60 to 100. Bucks the Vita's got some pretty end. badass games on it, dude. I right, name. Three. One, Freedom Wars, uh, Disgaea. Never heard. Uh, of it. Those are on Steam now, actually. So they, I guess, can't. Don't what count. about the Monster but Hunter? If I'm going to be, let's uh, say I'm popping MSRP though. Like, am I really ever going to want to buy a Vita over a Switch anymore? Or, an, or a 3DS or whatever the latest. Yeah. yeah when are they going to come out with a new handheld? Uh, I think they're new. They're Switch. That's it. Uh, yeah, I guess they've kind of just merged the market. They've literally created the best handheld device at the, for the time being, of course. Oh, uh, man. I don't have a good segue into this. Amazon. Say it's like the one console. Wink. One oh, console to rule uh, them Greg, all. the one console. That, that uh, is a great analogy for Amazon, the company. Uh, they're canceling Lord of the Rings. The oh, whole franchise? shit. The oh, MMO? The MMORPG that oh. is not the upcoming TV oh, show. What the fuck? I heard Kurt screaming about this. Wanted to uh, go. So they were pretty vague, but essentially they said that uh, uh, following Tencent's acquisition of Leo, I don't know what that is, uh, it had been, quote, unable to secure terms to proceed with this title at time. At this time, sorry. So the negotiations between Amazon and Tencent fell through on striking a deal on it, basically. Yeah, all right. yeah uh, I mean, I'm not really that bummed. I don't know. Whatever. We'll always have online. Yeah. I'm going to say, we'll just have to go back to the Steam game. Nice, vibrant community still going strong. What do we got next? The KOTOR remake has been confirmed by Jason Schreier, which, you know, I guess is a, is a confirmation uh, in development at Aspire Media. I looked into them, and apparently they're just a, a port. Company, they are a major speaking. port company. They've done a lot of Mac ports, and they were responsible for the KOTOR ports for both games uh, back in the day to, to like, uh, computer. And oh, okay. they are responsible for some other Star Wars games. Um, and they were responsible also for the recent ports of KOTOR to mobile platforms, the ones that people were praising. Okay, like so they're, they're deep into KOTOR. Yeah. There would be the ones, if anyone was going to do something like this. That's great. Okay, cool. Um, it, it's well, funny. I, I think that's, I think that's neat. I like I I love Coach Four, but and it's gonna sound weird for me to say from a game that came out in like two thousand two or three, but like I I feel like it doesn't need a remake. Like <laughs> it's perfectly yeah. playable. I I'm I'm not quite sure what new experience I would get out of a remake that the original wasn't able to give me. 
Um, and I played the original recently ish in the last like five or so years, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a previous episode, Kotor was the game I said I would want to see remade, but then I corrected myself, I, I believe, to say I'm really looking more for <laughs> like another entry in the series or like a that, yeah, another game dude, like that, it. That's the first thing I said when I saw that. I was like, man, I would just really love a, another game, though. I feel like they cursed. I, I feel like I cursed us by uh, <laughs> they listened to it and then they turned it off at before I corrected myself. Because I'd really have preferred Damn another you. independent entry. Damn you to heck. That would have been great. Sorry, John. Discord has ended their talks with Microsoft over the uh, highly publicized acquisition deal. Nice. Good for them. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of Doomer posting I see going around. I think there's yeah. a point there. Um, you know, if Discord doesn't get acquired, the other step... Because keep in mind, Discord is not profitable. Like, they make a lot of money, but they don't make profit. Mm-hmm. Um, the next step for Discord would be uh, launching their IPO, and then they'll have investors that they have to answer to, so that'll force them to start turning the screws and monetizing the platform. Um, I, I, either way, you know, it kind of, like, these kind of things, like, sort of, like, speak to the, you know... The idea that Discord is not a tenable platform, you know what I mean? It's just because it doesn't make any money. So it will necessarily have to change. And hopefully that's a change in a way that doesn't suck. It's hard to avoid the suckage, like whichever direction they go. Yeah. I get that. Hopefully they just, they they say, you know what, we're just going to stop all this nonsense leave everything just the way it is. <laughs> you know what? You think? Okay. Yeah. I believe. Um, Flask, I think you should cover this next one. I don't really oh, sure. know about this It's story. It's not a story. It's just like, you know, the people who uh, avoided the panic attack over Discord possibly being acquired by Microsoft recently had another little panic moment. I think probably when... Uh, it looked like EGS had bought, somehow bought itch.io. Uh, but really, it's just that itch, itch.io is now a storefront within a storefront. It's just available on uh, EGS. Right. <laughs> so it's it's literally okay. like nothing. It's just that app is now available within that other app. But the, the headlines were like misrepresenting it as EGS somehow requiring the, the whole store, storefront. Which would have been bad for itch.io. Absolutely. Because they're very independent. Like, that's their whole deal. I don't know when the last time I've opened up the Epic Games Store. Uh, I collect all their free games they give me. <laughs> I have a huge library of games on there now. <laughs> that's all I use it for. I don't do, I don't, I don't do that. Not all the time. All right, uh... Mother 3 turned John, 15 years old this week. What about Surgeon oh, Simulator? Sorry. Real quick, Andy, sorry. What's Surgeon it? Simulator probably on Epic? was last time, yeah. Yeah. We should go back to like that. Months ago. That's what we should have did for the stream. It was uh, one of the backup games, I think. Was it, it was a backup game. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
He goes back up to outside in. Are you outside telling me you almost backed us up on stream into EGS? Very closely, yeah. You almost beep beep beeped us on stream live into the epic. So close that you, um, you, you wouldn't believe it. Ugh. Now you need to talk about Mother's your game nobody likes. What? Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> it's like 15 years. Give him a break. The, uh, the biggest <laughs> right, piece of doo doo ever off. doo off of doo doo. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uncool. I'm sorry. I don't need. Uh, why are we doing this? They have no stake in this, Andy. Just go ahead. This. Yeah, they, we have yeah. the thing. We have no stake in it. That's the thing. There's nothing for us to lose. All right. Mother 3 turned 15 years old this week. Um, and I'm happy about Doesn't have. And uh, the. I, I just think it's crazy. Uh, it's a fun topic to talk about for a minute that uh, this game is as popular as it is without any official Western translation. That is wacky. Um, to the point where, like, uh, the main character of the game, who is not an Earthbound, Earthbound being Mother 2, for those of you who are, the few of you who are probably unaware at this point, um, the main character in Mother 3, Lucas, is in, in Smash. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I was about to meme and face Smash Brothers. But no, he are. is. You know, this is a game, and all meme, all jokes aside, this is one of the games you've talked about so much. And it is on my list. One day I will get to it. I need to get around to it. Um, I still have to play uh, Nino Kuni 2. I, I never finished Mother 3. I need to get around to playing it. Um, I was looking into it today, actually. Uh, but yeah, no, and there is a a uh, English translation. Um, I linked uh, a story to our friends. You guys, uh, listeners, you should check out the Legends, Legends of Localization and Mother 3 timeline. It goes over the whole story, which is kind of a fun video game development story of how this big game, Earthbound 64, was marketed and even shown off at demos. And then uh, it was a, a game that could only survive on the Nintendo disk drive. So when the disk drive was... Or six, Nintendo 64 disk drive. So when that was canceled, uh, so was uh, Earthbound 64. And then eventually revived on the GBA and has this rabid cult like fan base. And, um, you know, there's all these meme videos of writing being asked about Mother 3. <laughs> um, but uh, no English translation. It is so weird because no if, if you're one. like on the internet, you know of Mother 3 even just by its aspects. You might not even know, right? you know anything about Mother 3, oh, but you probably heard something about it at some point. Something from it. How, how, how long has this English translation been out? Uh, since, like, 2008. Okay, so still, like, a long time after the game. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I don't know if anybody has ever seen it, but, like, the guy who did the translation, well, the guy who led the team, he's the one who made this tweet, uh, Clyde Mandolin, a.k.a. Tomato, he, he's a professional translator in his uh, real life and has been for like 20 years and he uh offered to nintendo um the full translation anything they need in his help for free anything to get the game translated but i mean as far as i'm aware it's it's like a perfectly competent translation like it retains the humor it gets everything right you know and did they not just they just didn't bite as far as i know they've never responded well no. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. We didn't see your message. <laughs> yeah, they're a little... Uh, sorry, we were AFK. 
their uh, entry machine, did a little blinking red light, still going. Yeah. It was under a pile of papers. But yeah, uh, Mother 3, check it out. But not the official English translation. Wait, yeah. Don't check it use, out. Use, use Tomatoes uh, patch on a ROM. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The yeah. Resident Evil Showcase happened, and it's finally bringing fans what we've been asking for for years. Really? Dead by Daylight crossovers. Dude, these poor dopes really, really <laughs> thought they were going to get Outbreak Three. They were saying they were saying no. Now hang on, we didn't we didn't announce we did not announce what crossover is. That would that would just be too insane for one event. We got to have another one for that. Well, yeah, but, one step at a time. My God, got a two. Like coming, Resident Evil is like being a drug addict and give you a little bit, <laughs> and then they're like, Nah, you don't get the rest of us. But they like some cool stuff. Is like being brain damaged. Yeah, they just keep running up and hitting me in the head with the hammer. <laughs> Activate yep. something in my brain. Uh, I mean, it's got to be like Wesker or something, right? I think it'll be... And it's like fast, he can like throw stuff. No, I think it's going to be Ouroboros Wesker. Oh, okay. Or, uh, I what I really do. think, probably Dr. Birkin. It'll probably be Birkin. Oh. Oh. Will we have Leon? Yeah, G. Birkin. Oh, I bet we'll have... I bet we have RE2 Leon, right? I think it'll be Leon and Claire. Leon and Claire. Uh, Ashley's the one in number four, right? The president's daughter? Yeah. I can see her being a survivor. She might be. (laughs) It might be her and, um... It could be her and Sadler. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, something like Leon and Jill. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get somebody from RE3, you know? Um, yeah, something um, like that would make sense. Maybe they go remakes. totally, totally helpless. So, what's the uh, little girl in um, number two? Sherry. Yeah, where do they go? Sherry, Sherry, and because uh, uh, you can execute people funny. in that game, and I don't think they'll let you execute kids. Coward, are you a coward? <laughs> this is it. It's when they finally grow a pair in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be crazy uh, if they're the people that do it. Great, you actually watched the showcase. What what else did I they did. show off? Um. They showed off a mercenaries mode for Resident Evil Seven. Uh, right. I think they showed off Reaver, more of that, but my brain kind of fizzled out a little bit, and I don't remember that. Oh. Yeah, but Another battle royale versus type mode. I don't. Whatever, John. I don't even battle royale. Who I gives a versus fuck? Mode that has points like in use when my points. Um, Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Make outbreak. Um, but what they did show off. Was Resident Evil 4 in VR, dude? Oh. Fucking the whole game. Oh, I've heard I've heard a lot of buzz about this, the like the inventory management and stuff. Yeah, dude. This I watched like a video for it. Oh man, that game looks badass. I cannot wait for us. I I've bought Resident Evil 4 maybe like seven or eight times. I feel like at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so why not buy it again? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though. This is a Oculus exclusive. Is it? I believe so. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Wait. I'm not 100% I think there, I have one I'm of those. pretty sure. Well, I'll wait for it not to sell them off, and then they bring it over to Steam in like a few <laughs> years. Nice. The, the fact that uh, RE7 well, was stuck on uh, PSVR was crushing to me. Dude, I bought a, a PS4, a PSVR 
to play Resident Evil in just GL. for that. Yeah, literally just for that's like the one game I played. That that until I, I again. Can't justify going to that extent, but I would love to play RE7 VR. Dude, I bought an Xbox One to play Dead Rising. Are you kidding me? Dead Rising Three. Yeah, dude. What? Why? Dead Rising. Because I was like, because I well, all right. This is when it I guess first you came know. out. Yes, I did not know. And they were like, "This is an exclusive game." Can I? I uh, fucking hate Microsoft with their Xbox One. Because well, I mean, Dead Rising said, was exclusive on you know, the 360. That, that's why hey, I bought a 360. Right. We got Phil Spencer now. Hey, yes, was, but they were like, but they were like, reason me now. We got Game Pass. <laughs> but they're like, it is an exclusive for the Xbox One. I'm like, fuck, dude. Guess I gotta buy an Xbox One. And like a few months later, after I had an Xbox One, and that was like <laughs> the one game I had, they're like, motherfucker, this game's coming to Steam. And I was like, oh, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Oh, that must have been like the beginning of their kind of like PC Xbox crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did this one shithead friend I had, he uh once made me buy a month of gold uh gold to play Dead Rising, and then we played like one day. He just oh. made me waste like fifteen bucks. Won the game. Right, well, uh, I mean let's break it down. One uh first of all, that's not even as much as an entire Xbox, so you're welcome. Uh yeah. the game sucked. And it did three, suck. Yeah. That is true. It did suck. So I really, I wasted like, uh, what was it, eight hundred dollars? And three, and it's only worth from what I heard. It was a refurbished Xbox, and it was actually louder than like a car with like the the AC on full blast. <laughs> yeah. It was louder than that. <laughs> and I didn't like playing it. And I I've, and whoever that was that played their muffler. Xbox one very very little. Sub ten, like ten before. hours in the five or six eight. Years I do actually. Day. You know what? That's not true. I yeah, I dusted out my uh, my Xbox One a few sorry, months ago. Sorry, we played sorry. Gears of War. I didn't that was my cool. Xbox for that. You didn't? What the fuck? No, dude. The Xbox. It's got crossplay now, dude. You can do everything. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm not gonna lie. This isn't on the docket, but uh, they're. Uh, if you have Xbox Ultimate, I believe soon or now even, you can start streaming shit from the 360 through Game Pass. Wait, so I can like... I'm tempted to upgrade my membership for a month to play Banjo-Kazooie. I was going to say, so I can play like all my 360 like arcade games on Game Pass? They're not all supported. There's a very small list right now. No, no, it's not even if you own it. It's just... It's just part of Game Pass. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Is Banjo-Kazooie coming to Game Pass on, uh... Uh, Banjo-Kazooie is part of the streaming service. Oh, that's cool. Sorry, which Banjo? Banjo-Kazooie. The first one, okay. I don't know if you're talking about Nuts and Bolts. Actually, I I believe both... Actually, I believe both of them are, because both of them are on the arcade. That's cool. Um, I might might do that. I never played them. And as I said... I think even before on the podcast, those are the ideal versions yeah, of the game. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Um, and they're stuck on they since beforehand they've been stuck on the 360 arcade. Yes. So are that's real neat stuff. Yeah, Perfect Dark on there. And I checked MVC2 is not on the list. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, Andy, it's funny. As you were saying that, I was clicking through to look through the game list to see if MVC2 that was, was on there. Dude, I'm, that was the very the first thing, thing I checked. I would have done it for. I know. Very first thing I checked. Been great. That would have been pretty awesome. There's just something about it that you know you're playing the 360 version. Yeah. 
I still have my 360 hooked up for the day I decide I'm in the mood to play through Lost Odyssey for the first time. <laughs> it's a great game. I still have game it on my drive. Stuck on the 360. Yep. One of these. Uh, I, I don't even think I've finished it. I think I only got through like two discs. It's a four disc game for the 360. It was a huge ass game. Um, but it was stuck. good. Uh, Time Splitters 2 is available to play on the PC in Homefront. <laughs> 10 hours oh, into yes. Homefront. This is yeah. crazy, dude. Uh, this is an old story by now. I'm sure everybody here has heard about it. But, uh, and the game Homefront the Revolution, uh, about, I've seen, what, 7, 10 hours? Flask, you said 10 hours. Yeah. Um, Anyway, a decent way into this uh, overall mediocre-rated um, video game. Uh, you can get to an arcade machine where you can play the first two Time Splitter levels. But there's an unlock code that people have recently data mined that allows you to uh, play th the entire uh, campaign of Time Splitters 2 in Homefront. And it apparently works. That's pretty crazy. Because it, it read from the article, like, they just accidentally ported the game into Homefront. Like, the whole game. They just didn't test they every They wanted level. a whole gag where you played the first couple levels. Did a big so, they, uh, they, so they just ported over the whole game and then softlocked past level two and didn't test it. Right. That's crazy. But apparently it, it's fully playable. Doesn't it take, like, time to, like, port over a game and stuff? Why would they even, like, waste... See if they the can do it. Even I good, right? Dude, I in love fact, Time Splitters the... too. Oh, no, 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 Homefront. Oh, Homefront. Homefront's Home Front song. The first Homefront? I played the first one. No, this is the one that came out. Um... The first one was not good either. I mean, I, I well, yeah, it. no, this one definitely sucked. I do remember that. I love Time Splitters too. Dude, I really. I've been yeah, thinking about getting it to play it. Game? I love playing the map make. I, I would do that for just hours. No yeah, I was. Play them. I would just make. Them. I wonder if uh, it's like the full game. Like if I could, we could do I, like the custom all levels, the multiplayer challenges. Were yeah, sick too. Because if I we can do that, has any of that, that'd be cool. Even like if we can go into. Cool. Yeah, I'm more saying. I, I wonder if uh, you could do co-op on it. In some way, but probably not. You guys gonna buy Homefront and then get ten hours in? I'd I wonder do if it. you just uh, you get my gamer. Spirit. I bet if you find a forum somewhere, you can find a a save file somebody save has. File, and just yeah, I would a hundred. If I had, in. if it worked, the multiplayer worked, I'd a hundred percent buy it and play through it just to get to that. That's funny. I would consider it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna commit. <laughs> You're not gonna commit to that on podcast. Nah, I would. And I, I probably only have to be the only one that does it. Yeah. Then we go just parsec it. You just share your Find out from Well, friends. Well, friends. I think we've learned a lot tonight. Yeah. What? Oh, we sure learned friend. a lot about video games. We learned that Vito's is not a good friend. We learned that Invincible is a no enjoyable show. That's an okay ad adaptation. Um, by the way, guys, let me tease you. Episode seven came out while we recorded. The title, oh my god, is "We Need to Talk." <gasps> we, we need to talk. Com about. Comic listeners are gasping. 
Hey, email us, brokencampfry.gmail.com. Let's what you think about the episode. For sure. Check out youtube.com slash brokencampfire to check out soon, or is it already uploaded Flask all of our stuff? Or? I, I assume not. <laughs> no. He'll get there when he gets there, all right, no, folks? Why don't you just all calm right. down? Well, uh, but in the meantime, check out our old stream videos. That's still up yeah, there. Hey, we got good. Deep Rock. We got phasmophobia. You know it. Uh, I don't really. What else we uh, got? Yeah, that, that that was about it for the first stream. I think that was about all we did. <laughs> Short stream. <laughs> well. uh, I I played Hypnospace. I still haven't beat that game. It's a good game. It's on the list. That's but, it. That was it. That's all for tonight. And I think I'm going to pass the ball to close it out to a random host. Oh, to can me. I do it? I'm gonna close it out. No. Hey everyone, oh. have a good night. You All can't right, just Flash, do I'm that. just kidding. You can do it. Sorry, oh, I you. did it. See, Greg, Over. this is what you get for asking. And what I learned tonight is that nobody really ever gets what they want except by accident. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to learn. I'm it's okay. Learn just re-listen to the episode and you'll get it. He's Except by accident. Except by accident. Nobody ever really gets what they want except by accident. You know what I mean? That's my lesson from tonight.